You're listening to Devotions with Pastor Daniel Williams, taken from the Redemption Church YouTube channel. Well, hey everyone, welcome back to these live devotionals. My name is Pastor Daniel Williams with Redemption Church, and I love getting to God's Word with you and uh, speaking the things that the Lord is teaching me. As I've been thinking about Christmas a lot in our sermon series at Redemption Church, uh, I just really been growing, been pondering, been meditating on the beautiful truths that uh, God reveals through the Christmas story. And since we're two weeks uh, away, less than two weeks actually, to Christmas, I thought today's devotional, we could look at the passage from Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through um, through 38, uh, just to, um, actually not even that much, 26 through 33, just to sort of ponder and continue to think about Christ in this Christmas. I know everyone gets super busy. Things get overwhelming with all of the events, the planning, the holidays, the tradition, the family, all this stuff. But this is why we want to anchor our lives on God's Word. I would really recommend to you during this holiday season uh, a book that I really like. It's called One of Us, uh, When God Became a Man. If you're watching on video on YouTube, you can see this. Uh, But if you are listening, it's by a guy named Brian Broderson. He's the Calvary Chapel pastor in Costa Mesa, and he just wrote a 40-day devotional through the Gospel of John. A few years ago, I gave these books out to all of our um, just servants, people in our church, to be reminded of Christ during Christmas, to be fed just as a Christmas gift. Uh, I would recommend that you do the same thing. This is why I want to get into God's Word and the Christmas story in this season. As we're thinking about Christmas, I want to connect it to Christ and make sure that we're in it. That's why we're doing a Christmas series on Sundays. And during the devotional time today, I want to look at that a little bit as well. And so whether it be a devotional book, my mother-in-law loves one by a guy named John Piper. Uh, My wife has actually wrote a devotional book. Uh, Thinking about Christ during Christmas is so important. And so we have to go to God's Word. So what I want to do is I just want to read this passage to you. It's a few verses, and it's just the birth of Jesus foretold. And we actually looked at this on a Sunday when talking about the beautiful truth, our incredible doctrine of the virgin birth. But I want to give today for us a slightly different angle about God's grace and how the angel Gabriel calls Mary favored, uh, favored, and what grace looks like in our lives and even through Christmas, uh, what God wants to teach us. And so it says in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to the city of Galilee from Nazareth. To the virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her, speaking of the angel, and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. She found favor with God, grace, and behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a child or a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and he will be called the the son of the most high and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and his kingdom. There will be no end. This is God's word. This is the Christmas story. Matthew says the birth of Jesus took place in this way. I'm surprised at how many traditions we have and one of them not being going just to God's word. That's so important for us as Jesus people to go to Jesus' word and see what Jesus has said about life and reality. And in this passage, we see something beautiful about this thing of grace. Grace. I want to talk to you a little bit about grace. It's, it's an unearned, unmerited 
gift from God that he gives to people like you and me. He's a God that's gracious. He's slow to anger and full of grace and mercy and love. And he displays this grace through the person of Jesus Christ. And in this story, God, we know, sent his son to be uh, the king, the savior, the Messiah of the world, to take away the sins of the world. And there's an interesting thing that I want to teach you about grace through this passage. It's that grace sometimes always doesn't look the way that we think it should. Sometimes it always doesn't look the way that we think we should. Uh, Many people, they missed the coming of Jesus because they thought the Messiah should come a certain way. Certainly no one would have expected that he would come through uh, human flesh and form. But God gives us his word, prophecy, even so that we would know. Remember, the virgin birth was a sign so that we would know. Oftentimes, the reason why it doesn't think, uh, grace doesn't seem like the way it should seem, is because we're not thinking biblically and going to God's word of what he has said. And so when we go to God's word, we need to apply it to our lives, look through it in the lens of his reality. And in this text, it's the story of Gabriel telling Mary Grace is going to come upon her. We see this in verse 28 where the angel goes to her and says this simple, beautiful greeting. Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. This is how God would pour out his grace on Mary's life. And often this is how God pours out his grace on our lives, his presence. He's with us. Favor from God is found in his presence. He says, Mary, there's favor found upon you. The Lord is with you. True favor from God, his grace, is actually himself, his presence. Oftentimes now we think of favor as blessing, and it is. It is God's grace. It's uh, health, provision, uh, things going our way. But the Bible teaches that God's presence and the greatest blessing that we can receive from God is himself. Uh, They aren't what is on our to-do list, or our Christmas presents to the list, the best gifts we can see from God is the blessing he gives himself. Psalm 1611 says, For you make known to me the path of life, and in your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. I think the older you get, the less you desire on Christmas, because you know that, that you don't really need the possessions, right? Things on this earth like money, Uh, the desires of your soul, maybe of your flesh. Uh, They're great. They're good. We praise God for them. But that's not ultimately the greatest thing that you can have. I think the older you get, you realize relationships, love. And what God gives us in the Christmas story is himself. God with us, Emmanuel. It's the greatest gift we can ever have, the truest favor. uh, uh, Truest favor we can ever have. And he does this by giving his son. The angel announces to Mary, your greetings, you're favored because the Lord is with you and you're going to conceive a baby, a child. He's not by your own efforts, but by through the Holy Spirit, you're going to conceive this child and God is going to be with you. This is why you are called favored one. This is why there is grace. I think having the right relationship with God, fellowship with God, is grace. It's favor. This is how we receive a relationship with God. Ephesians 2, 8 um, and 9, you know it, for by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not of your own doing. This is a gift of God. The greatest gift that we can receive 
is the favor of the Lord is the presence of the Lord. Because the Bible says that sin separated us from God and his presence. But through Jesus, we were brought back into right relationship because God became man and dwelt among us. He tabernacled among us and his presence is now with us through the work on the cross that Jesus died for our sin and bore our weight so that he can give us his righteousness. Second Corinthians 9.15 says, Thanks be to God for this inexpressible gift. Have you just thought about the gift of grace this holiday season? That you actually don't need anything that you think you need more than salvation? And if you have salvation, everything can be going sideways in your life, but you can still praise God. You can still find joy. Jesus came in this world to save you and I, and you can have eternal life that no one could take away because Jesus died in our place. And it was this beautiful act of love, this grace that allowed us to have the presence of God for all eternity. I just want to remind you that if you're saved, you're favored. You're a favored one. You're favored. It's beautiful. Grace. Ephesians 2.13 says, But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Jesus. What incredible flavor, uh, favor we have in Jesus that all spiritual blessings are found in him. But the crazy thing about this is Mary was troubled when she heard this. You may be troubled too, right? Man, you didn't get what you wanted. Things aren't going your way. Our, our grace didn't really, you didn't think it, it came that way. You didn't expect that. She certainly didn't expect it being a virgin. Now having a baby being pregnant. Verse 29 says, but she was greatly troubled at the saying, and she tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. He had to reassure her. Listen, he really is that good. I think sometimes God has to reassure us through his word. He really is that good. He really is worth trusting. He really is the thing that we need. We may think we need to pay this bill, but God needs us for him to trust him, for our faith to develop, for him to come through with the miracle. He wants to give grace. So he says, and behold, you will conceive a womb uh, in your womb and bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the most, uh, called the son of the most high and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his fathers and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and his kingdom there will be no end. This didn't make much sense to Mary. She must've been thinking, how can this be favor a baby? Well, he goes on and defines who this baby is. His name is Jesus, God of salvation. He's going to rule on the throne of his father, David, and he's going to rule over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will have no end. They're going to call him the son of the most high. And the Lord is going to give him all these things and going to rule and reign. She must have been thinking, are you crazy? Are you out of your mind? This is nuts. Let's talk about the practicality of this favor, quote unquote, right? She's going to have to have now a conversation with Joseph. Hey, Joseph, I'm pregnant. I know, I know you may think I cheated on you, but this is crazy. An angel came to me. I'm pregnant with God's son. Or he, she's going to have to deal with the body changes of being pregnant. You know, there's people in our church and our fellowship. They get pregnant. What happens? They stop attending sometimes. They're sick. They're vomiting. They're gaining weight. They're losing weight. I mean, it's just nuts. The hormonal thing. All this, the angel says, is because of grace. Just because Jesus comes in your life doesn't mean that everything is going to go your way. 
The Bible says you should expect sufferings as a Christian. That there actually is trials as a Christian and suffering, but it doesn't mean you didn't find grace. Mary was going to have body changes. She was going to have to tell Joseph the news. She was going to have to go through hardship of people assuming things on her. But the angel says you found grace because you found Jesus. I think that in our situations, we should be looking for Jesus and looking for grace in the situation. Sometimes we ask God to just fix the problem. But oh, favored one, have you asked God to reveal Jesus in the situation? So she's trying to discern all this. The angel comforts her by describing Jesus. And and he goes on and says, call this baby Jesus. And the angel's trying to explain to her what favor is. And it's found in the person. Oh, favored one, the Lord is with you. You see, we may not get a promotion. We may not have our plans come to fruition, but we can and we shall have Jesus in our life if we call upon the name of the Lord. This is grace. This is favor. And too often we get deceived by the enemy who steals our joy because we're focused on the wrong thing. And ultimately it's an adultery because we think something other than Jesus can satisfy. But God wants to meet our greatest need and that is salvation and his presence. So he gives us favor. He gives us grace. He gives us salvation through his son as a gift. We don't have to live in fear as we embrace God's favor. We can trust that he truly satisfies, even through the trials, even through the stuff going on, the ups and the downs. And see, we need as Christians to think about this message in Christmas time, because so much stuff steals our joy, being busy, not having enough funds, not getting what we want, getting more than what we want. All this different stuff. But notice who sent the message to Mary. It was an angel. It was a messenger. God, in his grace, sent someone to tell Mary she can have grace and find favor and grace. Don't get distracted by the enemy this holiday season. God wants to use you as an ambassador, as a messenger, to tell others there can be grace that he gave found. You could find hope in Jesus. And so this is why it's important to wrap our minds around how what the word of God teaches us about the story of Christ. So that way, when people say Merry Christmas or why are you celebrating, you can give a, a reasonable hope that you have a defense, a, a, a good news, the gospel that you can be reconciled with God, that God loves us, that he saves us from sin, that Jesus is called savior. And just as the angel brought this message to Mary, we could bring a message of hope to people as well. Hey, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Jesus loves you. He's died for you. He rose again. You could believe in him and have eternal life and your sins forgiven. Oh, favored one, if you want this grace, just receive it. And I pray that as you receive the gospel, as you are obviously watching this video, listening, receiving the word of God, having your faith built up, that you would have a posture and attitude of praising God for his grace. You see, when we experience joy in God and who he is, it's easy for us to praise God for who he is. It's easy us for to have a right perspective and to have joy in our heart. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, joy. And these things are actually good for us in this life as we focus on Jesus. So enjoy this season. Enjoy reading through this story, finding grace. It may not, you may not look the way you thought it was, but trust me, God's riches at Christ's experience, grace, a relationship with Jesus. And because Mary received this grace, praised the Lord for it, walked in the plans of God, you know what happened? She not only can, uh, got pregnant and conceived from the Holy Spirit, but she gave birth. 
And Jesus, she was able to raise Jesus and be with him in very intimate ways. And you know what? When you receive the grace of God and the, the message of Christ and the gospel, you get to have Jesus in a very intimate way. The Spirit of God comes inside of you, dwells with you, empowers you, encourages you, walks you through all the trials, and gives you hope and peace. So you may rest in this, that you were favored and that you could find grace. And that grace is ultimately found in a person because the Lord wants to be with you through the gospel. Receive him, receive his grace, and enjoy this holiday season. Man, I'm looking forward to this Sunday as we close out our uh, Virgin Birth series and doctrine. Been studying today, pumped about it, and going to be looking uh, at that this Sunday. I hope you could join us. I hope you can continue to fix your eyes on Jesus in this holiday season. And until next video, we'll talk to you soon. God bless you guys.